Welcome to episode 203 of the No Clue Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Uh, All-Star Weekend has finished. Super Bowl has finished. So this is like our biggest break of the year uh, as far as sports goes. Um, baseball is in free agency. Tennis isn't really doing anything right now. So... um. Let's let's start re, let's recap the Super Bowl a little bit because we didn't talk about it. Um, obviously, we don't have to talk too much about the game. What happened right now? Everyone's seen the game. Everyone's seen halftime show. Um, let's talk about legacy in uh, yeah in terms of Mahomes. Where do you think this? What do you think this did for Mahomes long term? Well, this killed any doubt that he can't eventually become the greatest quarterback of all time. I agree with that. And and you know what it really proved? Because I think there was very few people who doubted that at this point, even before the Mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. It proved that the Chiefs will keep him in that position. Mm -hmm. And that's what really impressed me. Like, man, last time they were in the Super Bowl, he was running for his life. Right now, now he's executing the game plan. No problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're upgrading his weapons. Change yet he finds a way to. You know, guys are open. The defense has gotten better. They had all these rookies I'd never seen before making plays. They were second in the league in rookie snaps. Yeah, and all these guys looked like vets. I mean, the, throughout their playoff run. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Mahomes is is insane. He's obviously one of the goats. I mean, really, Brady is his only comp already. Yeah. Just to prove how insane we're already like, when is he catching Tom? Can he catch Tom? Like, Jesus, this is fifth year. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm the Chiefs are a dynasty. Clear, clear and simple. Yeah, I I think that even even now. Just showing that, like, to your point, his greatness, he won't even have to win as many Super Bowls as Tom, to me. Just the fact that he's going to be such a contender to get there every single year, just because he's on the team. Yep. Not even the, not the coach, it's not the um, rest of the players. I mean, don't get me wrong, Andy Reid is a big part of it, and the players are a big part of it. But I think that he's surpassed – like his um, his greatness has surpassed the rest of the team's greatness to the point where, to me at this point, whatever team he's on has a chance to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And to uh, be honest with you, man, like yeah. we're now seeing him. He literally can do anything that, that a quarterback has to do to win a game. Yeah. Like he could settle and play a boring game like this and win it and just execute hit the open guys, mm-hmm. know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Or he could obviously win shootouts like he did last year with Josh Allen. Yep. I mean, with a bad ankle, he was picking up first down, scrambling this entire playoff run. Yep. Yep. He was. I mean, he's flawless. He's he's one of the best quarterbacks ever, easily. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was great to watch, and even though the game was boring, it – it had a it still had an intensity to like I really didn't know who was gonna win. 
um, it was competitive, so competitive. Yeah. And definitely the two best teams in the league uh, this year. So Clear, clear um, cut. Yeah, yeah. What about Jalen Hurts? How do you feel about Jalen Hurts after the Super Bowl? How do you feel about the Eagles? You know, what, well, what do you think First about of all, that? he deserves like the bulk of the credit for why this game was competitive and you didn't know who was going to win. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, if coming in you told me the Eagles defense would be garbage, I'd have been like, mm-hmm. wow, like Mahomes is going to be sitting in the fourth quarter? Mahomes made them look non-existent, basically. Yeah, and, and Andy Reid too, but. Yeah, and Andy Reid. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts gave them seven free points and still was going toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Still was in the game, still, you know, basically scoring whenever they really needed to. And like, if for some reason, both teams look like they could just will themselves to the end zone anytime. Honestly, but to me, like, with the Chiefs, it was very complete, where, the co- like, the plays were good, Kelsey yeah. was great, Mahomes was yeah. great. The the running game, Pacheco was great. Yeah. With the Eagles, it wasn't the plays. It really wasn't the, the receivers. It wasn't the running nah. game. It was mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. He was making huge throws. A lot of them were risky. Yes. Big plays. Yeah, he made big plays. He and did. He had he to. Did. Like, this was a game you couldn't take the safe option and go three and out and give Mahomes more possession time. No, you couldn't. And every time the Eagles kind of were losing momentum, kind of slipping out of the game, Hurts made a play. I mean, this was like as impressive. Hurts Hurts improved his, you talk about legacy. I mean, his, this was one of the biggest games he probably will ever play. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Man, I was just completely impressed. Eagles definitely buy all the way into him, right? As much money as they can give him. I mean, they have to. Like, yeah, there's no questions about him now. There isn't. He answered all of them. Literally, he answered all this... of them. He got better where they wanted him to get better. He did it yep. all. Yep. yep. Hey, he's shown no regression, only improvement. Yeah. That's the thing That's with a, a lot point. of the other the contenders, you know, the guys who we've considered that could go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Like, yeah. Their flaws still show from time to time. Mm-hmm. It hurts literally. Every flaw I thought he had, has he's proven to me that it could be a strength this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, great game. Great night. Uh, and these great, organizations great, are great set up to be successful for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this um, the Eagles is they're so young, so much younger than I think people even realize. I know. Uh, and, and then, then the Chiefs got crazy like, draft picks, crazy picks, and crazy cap space, which is terrifying. Dude, they're gonna be the fucking uh, what the Patriots were when they got Randy Boss. Yeah, there, there's yeah. gonna be a year or two where they get that. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming soon. Either ne- this year or next year. You know, watch out some of the names that are out there. Some guys Be will careful. free up, and whoops. Yeah, 
I mean, DeAndre Might Hopkins is available last I checked, or he will be at so in the near future. Yeah. Good lord. Like I wouldn't <laughs> even I couldn't even watch. Yeah. It, yeah, it might get it might get really crazy. because uh, you know, in football, there's there's not a lot of times where there's teams where you could say, I'm gonna go win a, a championship, I'm gonna go win a Super Bowl with this team because it's just so up in the air. Um like there's no way to guarantee a trip to the Super Bowl in the NFL. Like in the NBA, you could say, "Oh yeah, obviously I'm, there's four All Stars on this team. We have a really good chance." We've seen a lot of football teams with a bunch of superstars on the team that just don't have a chance. But the Chiefs are a team that it doesn't really matter. Like whoever you are, if you want to go win, go to the Super Bowl, the Chiefs is the place to do it. I know. So. You're playing like you're guaranteed your semifinal game is going to be at home. Yeah. Like, how fucking awesome is that? That you get to play the AFC championship at home every year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you're going to have the two, the best player in two different positions all the time. So, at least two positions every night. So, yeah. I will make a last point about the Eagles. Uh, I'm interested to see if Nick Sirianni is really a good coach because he just lost his offensive and defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if they kind of repeat as one of the best teams, that'll be a good proving point that he's legit also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would imagine Hurts is very easy to uh, work with offensively. I mean... Because yeah. he's so dynamic, he's so he can do so many things. He, he takes the right risks. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I can imagine he's very easy to work with uh, as an OC. Uh, what do you think about the enemy leaving the Chiefs, though? I feel like that. Yeah, for the Commanders. I feel like that's a bigger story than people are making it yeah. seem. I I guess he's kind of gearing up for. I guess uh, you know maybe being under Andy Reid puts a question mark on his coaching talent as a head coach. So maybe he wants to be somewhere where he gets more credit for what he does to get an opportunity to be head coach. Cause I feel like, yeah, be like, well, you were with Andy Reed, like, you know, um, that doesn't look as good on your resume uh, because Andy Reed is so powerful as a coach. But um, what do you think about that? What do you think that means for the chiefs? Does it worry you at all? No, I think the Chiefs will be fine. I think Andy Reid is such a centerpiece to their play calling that I think they'll yeah. be fine. I do think, like, the fact that it took this long for him to get the same job he just had. Yeah. Is, is, and it's it's not like Byron Leftwich also got fired just now. Right. I'm, I'm looking at this. I just watched a defensive coordinator get exposed. And mm-hmm. he's a head coach. He got exposed right. and promoted. Yeah. And the enemy's been consistently great and hasn't gotten promoted and yet. All, all these guys, in the last several Super Bowls, all these coordinators like instantly get promoted. Yeah. And I'm not really mad at any of them, but all the a lot of those the guys who've gotten promoted before the enemy have been exposed and are like moving right. to new jobs. 
Yeah, and he's never never once have I watched them in question their offense. Not one single time. And he he has to move laterally to a, the worst team maybe in the league. Yeah, obviously the situation's <laughs> obviously where you were leaving the best situation. You were downgrading regardless if you were going to continue to be an offensive coordinator. I mean like had he moved to like the 49ers, I would say that was a pretty lateral. It's a downgrade but it's pretty lateral because they're still really good but going to like the a team that is nowhere near going to the Super Bowl maybe probably in like the rest of his tenure won't ever see the Super Bowl Dude, why would you go to the command rough. honestly honestly any other team I'm okay the commanders yeah. are in the middle of like pure organizational turmoil they are I mean Ron Rivera was a mess last year they're all they got all these good defensive players, they don't do shit. Yeah. It's always an undrafted guy that shines for them. Like, why why is your drafting so garbage? Yeah, I, it's a good question. Good question. And then their I owners, know, I mean, their their owner's about to be forced to sell. Maybe he's thinking he he will um the head coaching job. Maybe they're just setting him up for it. It must be. Yeah. It has to be more to it. No matter what, it has to be more to it than just him just leaving a Super Bowl. Yeah, like uh, perennial Super Bowl contender to go to the yeah. Commanders. Which and and I mean to to look at it in a glass half full way, the same way I looked at uh, Sirianni. If the Washington offense is top ten this year, mm-hmm. I mean he's like now we're looking at him. We didn't give him nearly enough credit. Right. And especially right. like what happened with Dable in, in Buffalo. Imagine if the Chiefs offense slips. Mm-hmm. So this this could turn That's out. That's what interesting. I'm interested to see. I, I'd be surprised if they slip, but I am interested right. to see if it does. It's unlikely, but I do yeah. think Bienemy was a big part of their offense. I do too. I do too. He seemed very, very involved. Um you know, as much or more involved than most other uh, OCs that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So we will see about that. Um, we don't know where Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers are going yet. Show. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good half. I don't have anything show. to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see who they get next. They gotta start paying them, man. I know that. This we're not paying you because you get enough uh, exposure at the Super Bowl. If you're gonna, like, you know, it's like saying uh, going in the car wash and say, "Hey, you guys are using water anyway. Just give me a bucket of water." Like, no. If you want me to wash your car, <laughs> pay me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. I think everyone should really think about what I just said in regards to the Super Bowl. If you're not going to pay, you're only going to get certain uh, so much from people. So, Anyway, um, quarterback carousel is still underway. We, We don't know where guys are going yet. Still, I Rogers think Rogers 
Is Rogers in the middle of his uh, darkness retreat? I guess so. Wasn't a, I saw something about him going away for like he he was talking about going away for a while. Bro, <laughs> to make I, a decision. I don't know how ESPN lets him only talk to Pat McAfee. It's so bizarre to me. <laughs> he, won't, he won't talk to anyone else. <laughs> they have like forty shows on ESPN. Well, Pat McAfee's like I don't think he's ESPN anymore. No, is he? Is he? I'm Fox? pretty sure he's is like he his own. I think he's his own, like, just podcast or show now. Man, that's still crazy. Like, it's still crazy. He gives him all the exclusives. He doesn't talk to anybody. Yeah. I mean, Rogers, I know Pat doesn't pay him. There's no uh, way. I mean, those interviews, man, like, talk about it. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, they probably don't want him on ESPN because he won't only talk about football. Yeah, and ESPN actually exposes the the nonsense he fucking does. Um, But I think there's him and Carr, there's a lot of spots they could contribute and, like, play well. Ooh, FanDuel TV, that's what he's on. That's what it is. Hmm. Rogers probably has a cut in FanDuel. That's probably, that would would make sense. (laughs) Pat McAfee, man, is hilarious. Anyway. What were you saying? But no, you I said think Rodgers and Carr, I think they're both all the situations I've really seen are are have a lot of upside. Yeah. I, I think so too. Um I like that the Jets aren't so uh heavy into Rodgers. Like they seem like they were going to be at first. When they first said that they were gonna look for a quarterback, it they acted like, oh, it's Rodgers, has to be Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like they've eased up to more being more open into it being Carr, into maybe just getting a draft pick. Um, so I like that about the Jets. I, don't, I mean, I don't really like the Jets, but I think that's interesting. I was hoping they didn't just try to go all in on Rodgers and then just get disappointed by Rodgers because you never know what he's going to do. He's Yeah, he's liable to disappoint somebody. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about him maybe going to the Raiders? The reunion. It has to happen. The dynamic duo. They're fucking, they're both idiots for not figuring out a way to stay together. And I do think the Packers bear some responsibility. Uh, But clearly they... It was only a year, right? Yeah. So... If Rodgers goes there, it would seem that it would seem that it was mostly on the Packers in that case to me, because it obviously wasn't a thing about them not wanting to play with each other at that point. If Rodgers is going to just follow him there anyway, hey bro, they've allowed Rodgers to like number one take over the organization, right? I mean, Rodgers runs like. I just, it's insane to me that Brady didn't get any kind of like pass or special privilege in New England for all those years. But mm-hmm. Rogers like does whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. Just imagine, imagine Tom Brady being like, yo, I don't feel like going to training camp with all these young rookie receivers or, or pre training camp workouts. What do you mean? 
Rogers wouldn't do that. I mean, uh, Brady wouldn't do that anyway because he's just more of a competitor than Rogers is. Dude, Brady was breaking COVID rules to work out with his Tampa Bay guys. He was letting guys stay at his house. I, mean, <laughs> I know. You know. Dudes are, were yeah. literal menaces to society. <laughs> we yeah. don't need to get into who and why. Yeah. But, my God, like, Rod- Rogers is all about Aaron. It's, it's like everything he – you see him on Pat McAfee, and it's, like, always about me. Yeah. Aaron, you play the ultimate team sport. Why do I only hear you talk about me? And the ultimate leader position and is not being a leader. There's like no he, more leadership position in sports. And I know he like he does say team like correct things. Yeah. But they sound so hollow when every chance you get, the, you hold the Packers hostage. Right. Bro, okay. They drafted a quarterback in the first round. That was like five years ago, Aaron. And we still haven't seen him play like three straight games yet. Aaron, like, Aaron is like the pettiest person on planet Earth over this Jordan Love draft pick. And I've been dying to see what Jordan Love can actually do. We haven't seen it. It's so like, yeah, obviously, they don't really care that much. <laughs> so I just, I hope, I pray wherever Aaron is to start next season, mm-hmm. it's not the Green Bay Packers. Please. Please, Green Bay, we cannot do this again. Um, yeah, I agree. I was trying to think of if I care where he goes, but I don't want him and, to be on the Packers either. And they're supposed to really trade him, right? Yeah, I think it, for him, it does. It is going to have to be a trade. Yeah. So I'm interested, like. You know, if I'm if I'm the Raiders, I don't want to give up a, a premier like or multiple premier weapons to get him. Yeah. Ideally, it'll probably be a ton of draft picks. Yeah, I think it'll just be picks, whatever it is. Um, but they have like don't they have a certain time? See, football free agency and uh, trade deadlines and stuff always throw me off. But don't they have like a certain time where they can, um, they can buy him out and just. Him yeah. be a free agent as well, but they they're just not yeah. doing that yet. I just right? think his contract is big, so they I think they'd rather trade him. Gotcha, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's like again, he took a a two year deal that was like an it really bad for their cap, mm-hmm. and then he turns around talking about like I'm team first guy. Where Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. Tom we haven't Brady, seen that yet. Again, I hate to compare you to the GOAT, but Tom Brady was showing us the blueprint for two decades, and you haven't followed it once. At once. And he compares himself to the GOAT, so I know. it's only fair that we do. So, you know. We should compare Whatever. him to the GOAT. He's that talented. He is. He is. He is. Um, all right. That's all I have for football. You have anything else? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, speaking of quarterback uh, carousel, the Lamar Jackson situation is still in fucking limbo. I hope he leaves, man. Go home to Miami. Get to it. To it needs to go home. I don't, I don't know if the Ravens realize how unanimously hated they would be if they franchise tag him. He won't sign it, right? 
And that's what they're yeah, saying. He's not going to sign if they try. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a matter of sign. He might choose not to play. But I think yeah. it's he, like part of his deal that they could is, continue is in his deal. Yeah, I think that's how the, rookie contracts work. That you, I don't know. Again, it goes back to not knowing the free agency of of the NFL well. Dang, he still is on his rookie contract. That's, that's nuts. It's nuts. I I heard someone say something about him not signing it if if they're not going to commit to him. But um, yeah, I saw that he he was. He might choose not to play. I hope he doesn't do that. I hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah, man. So that that never That's works out. Of, uh, I never agree with that. We we normally only see running backs like actually sitting out. Mm-hmm. But to your point, it, it usually doesn't end well. No, it doesn't. And you and football is such a short. Your career is already so short. It's like you don't have time to sit out a year. Football, you really can't miss. I mean, you see Deshaun Watson's a good example. He looked like he forgot how to play quarterback the first couple games. Yeah. Like you just can't not play for such a long time and just get back into it. Right. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I hope he leaves, but, you know, I just hope it's resolved, whatever it is, hope he gets his money. Cause... Another guy, anywhere he goes, essentially, is a contender. Yeah, especially now. I mean, the Ravens are like the only team he could go to that may not be a contender <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Goes, it'll be a contender. I'd, I'd switch sides. I'd go to NFC if I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talented options out there. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, you know, Lamar on the Raiders would be nuts. Oof. Bro, on the Jets? With, Jets? with those young guys, how hungry they are after having a good year, having a lot of momentum. Right. Man. Yeah, there's a lot of teams you could go to that would be instant. Instant contenders. If I, yeah. I'm if I'm Josh Allen, I would cry if I had to play Lamar twice. I know, a healthy Lamar twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hearing the Falcons are trying to go all in on him, but I don't want that for him. That's probably I actually. Enjoy... I I don't want any of the quarterbacks to go to Atlanta. <laughs> The Falcons is basically the exact same situation he's in to me. Like as far as the yeah. talent wise, how hard guys play, them keeping good players, all that yeah. stuff. So correction, see? every other option except Atlanta would be a contender if Lamar went there. Yeah. Every other option, yeah. It was literally Atlanta's so forgettable, I didn't even think of them as an option. <laughs> Yeah, they they are forgettable, unfortunately. <laughs> Shout out to the Falcons fans. Um, all right, let's move on to the NBA All Star yes. Weekend, twenty twenty three, Utah. Carl Malone, <laughs> John Stockton was even there. I thought John Stockton was banned from All Star Weekend, but he made it. Um, 
I'm not going to mention why. Uh, people can go look that up. Look up both of them. Um, what do you think, man? Let's, let's start with the first day. Uh, you, I watched the Celebrity Game. I liked the Rising Stars Challenge. What do you think of the Rising Stars, the tournament? I thought it was all right. I thought it was competitive. Yeah. I, I think that I like, I mean, I know it can only be like one, two, like three games, but like time wise, I do wish we got to see like more of each player. But I do like that they go and they play hard. They, it is competitive. They have fun. They talk trash. Um, the G League guys being in there. I mean, G League Ignite being in there was pretty cool. Um, well, it was all G League guys, but those guys were pretty cool too. Um, oh, that was fun. The celebrity game was really fun. It was hilarious. Yeah. I, uh, I got to be honest. Uh, dude, Alvarado's like inspirational. He is, man. I mean, that was amazing. Everything undersized... he said, everything he did. Yeah, man. An undersized guard, like the way he plays as an undersized guard. Uh, I I really like watching him. Yeah, he, he even in a, really like hard. a rising stars game like this, man, he's just so competitive. It it just it shines every time he's on the court. And and the thing is, he was so competitive; it was contagious. It was infectious to his team. Like it just shows you, all you really need is one dude out there like that, yes. and the rest of the team plays hard. Yeah, because his team even played harder than I thought they would play, just because he was out there playing hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Alvarado was—he was the star of that first night, and he was—he was great. Calling game, calling the shot to Donovan Mitchell was fire. Um, uh, yeah, him and his daughter were, were great. I love seeing the NBA players with their kids every time. I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, that's always been a thing, but I think now it's just so—it's become so accepted. Like they just have a lot more fun with it now. Mm-hmm. Like all the announcers know the kids' names and everything, like school. Yeah. But um, and and Friday is uh, like a, such a great night for that. You it know, is with like the celebrity game and and all the events going on and kind of the initiation of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like the celebrity game was a great start, man. They, I feel like most of the people in the celebrity game look like they prepared for it. Yeah. That. That was really nice about it too. They looked like they were having fun, and they they definitely looked like they really wanted to play in it too. Yeah, like even yeah. even the Jimmy Kimmel's the funny guy Guillermo, who obviously doesn't play basketball. Even he made a couple of like he caught it and quickly passed it, tried to take a shot. When I'm like, all right, they're swinging him the ball, like they're actually playing basketball. He got the he got the wedgie in the rim, right? But right. He took a that was a real shot. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, limited um, kind of like there was an extended time that people who aren't good at basketball were out there. It was definitely always a mix, always yeah, a solid so mix. I thought I yeah. I just thought it was a good group. I'm not sure if the the right if the celebrity game is getting better, mm-hmm. uh, but I think this was a really good group. I think it's getting better because, and I mentioned this to you, I think it's getting better because of the fandom around it is getting more fun. Like the celebrities are, are coaching, like Lindsey Vaughn was coaching. 
and celebrities are doing halftime stuff. There's more celebrities at the celebrity game. Like um, a couple years ago, celebrity game would be like at a different gym and no one knew where it was. So it was at like a college gym while all this stuff was happening at a arena and like um, no one was actually there. You know, like people were only there because they couldn't get tickets to the Rising Stars game. It was like yeah. very sideshowy before. Now mm-hmm. they felt really involved. And they had actually NBA guys coaching that like current players. Uh or uh, I should say not both, but there was current players there. Um before it'd be like, you know, somebody that hadn't played in 10 years is coaching the celebrity yeah. game. Like no one watch it was on a different it, channel. You the two find coaches it. were Giannis and the Utah owner, right? It was D Wade and the Utah owner. Okay. And, and Giannis was coaching the Utah owner's team. Oh, okay. And D Wade was actually coaching his team. Okay. Yeah, the Utah owner was just he was just there, but mm-hmm. it was his team that Giannis was coaching. Yeah. Um and Lindsey Vaughn was coaching it too. And D Wade was just I think he was coaching his own team. But then Richard Jefferson doing his thing was was great. Him being a ref and player and commentator was great. Um, the women's players were great. Oh, Lisa Leslie was there. She was coaching one of the teams too, I think, helping mm-hmm. coach. Yeah, so it was just it, it was just a lot more going on that was that was good. I think I think the celebrity game to me that was the best one I had seen in a while, and it was m- more celebrities that I recognized. It didn't seem like they were reaching mm-hmm. for celebrities this time. Like I looked at the names and I'm like, oh, I kind of know all these people. Um. Didn't seem like oh we're just getting some guys we're just gonna turn into a celebrity this just for the game like so yeah man Friday was, was just a good a good fun night of basketball it was it was that that was probably that was one of the best Fridays I remember in a long time I won't mm-hmm. say it's the best ever but definitely one of the best I remember for a while mm-hmm. let's go to Saturday. Normally, the highlight of All-Star Weekends, the skills challenge, the three-point shootout, the dunk contest. I don't care about the skills now, challenge at all. What Do you do you have any thoughts? Skills challenge sucks. One, I, I do have some thoughts, and they're quick. Number one, Greek Freak shouldn't be the only one that's allowed to be in there with his brothers, especially if he's hurt. And I know he didn't do it because Holiday took his spot, but like, there's other brothers in the league. We could, we have the three Holidays. Uh, you know, there's there's more families in the league we can do to, for the skills challenge. I'm not really big on the three, the teams of three. Um, like that's getting a little bit too much to me. Um, the shooting thing is way out of bounds now because. Or you just only have to make like one three pointer the whole skills challenge before. Now you got to make a bunch of jump shots. And these guys, you know, the point of the skills challenge is for you not really to have to shoot shots. The three point contest is its own contest. Skills challenge was just for skills. Not that shooting isn't a skill, but it was more for ball handling skills. It's more like the point guards competition. Maybe I'm biased in that, but like, I just don't really get the. Walker, Walker Kessler, and Jabari Smith Jr., and any of the Antetokounmpo's, I mean, no one's ever accused them of being overly skilled players. 
So like, bro, I get just, it in Milwaukee. Yeah, but I get that at here, home. What the yeah. fuck? Like, yeah, it was just. I'd rather have no both. I'd rather have one of the Utah players with his two brothers that don't play basketball on there. Me too. That would like, actually be interesting. I know. Yeah. It's just strange. Or like, I would like... rather if they were gonna do a um like I would rather them do like world teams. Like in the like, okay. If it was just the Antetokounmpo's, maybe they were a team Greece. Then we had a team Africa of like other guys. Then we had a team Argentina of art of guys like that. I would rather it be something cool that talked about the league, that like shows yeah. something cool about the league. That's, I mean, the third Antetokounmpo was like is is barely in the league. No, no offense to him, but like he's bringing a G League guy just because he's somebody's brother to play in the thing. It's like. Again, not at home. Like, I, it's so bizarre. Yeah, and then having our team of rookies, we just had the rookie challenge, the rising stars. Like, it's their thing. We don't need a team of rookies in the skills challenge. Why? To your point, this is like, weird. To your point, th- we, we what we got coming up is essentially the skills challenge for shooters. Yes. And yet you got <laughs> more shooting in the skills challenge than ever before. Like, what the fuck? I'm not asking for point guards, but let's have let's really see who can handle the fucking basketball. Yeah, Rather I didn't mind like when they went to that. You remember when they went to the tournament of the guards versus the bigs? Yeah, I didn't mind that. That was cool. That Initially, was really yeah. about who had the best the best skills. That was I don't even really know what it's about. It's just like who's hot that night kind of thing, and that's it's whack. So. I think the skills challenge, they, they need to work on that some more. Of all the things for the whole weekend, that's probably what they need to work on the most. So, um, everything I else, like though. I feel like there's a lot of potential to, like, make fun mini games out of it. I do, too. And I'll oh, say this. I will say this every year until they bring it back, that the shooting stars is the perfect challenge to actually bring back. That was fun. With the one legend, one WNBA player, yes, one that was great. NBA player. Great. A great and actually, like, that would have been great. That would have been great in what they have as the skills challenge. That would have been perfect. Yo, like, give me... Half-court shot could be a skill. Yes. Yeah. That was that was the coolest one. Now WNBA is at the top, is, is bigger and better than it's ever been. Now it's like the perfect time to bring those kind of people into 100%. this but you know it is what it is so uh that's that that's how i feel about that i think the shooting stars kind of mold in what they do as the skills challenge would be perfect but how they have the skills challenge now is whack. ever since the sponsors changed it used to be what taco bell skills challenge sprite dunk contest i don't remember who did the three-point contest but ever since that changed, I think it's been whacked. It's been on the decline. It's bad. Sierra Miss is the new. Uh, we lost right against Sierra Miss. <laughs> many times in a I would never. I would never at a store look at Sierra Mist and Sprite and get Sierra Mist over it. Like, never. I would never do that in my life. 
I can't tell you how many times I've been at a restaurant, be like, I'll take a Sprite. You're like, oh, we have Sierra Mist. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I'll drink water. <laughs> yeah, it's just water. I'm good. Yeah. It's a Sierra Mist's defense. Oh. It's Starry now, their new drink. I haven't had it because they don't have it where I live, but it's their new drink that they're uh, using to sponsor the, I believe it was the Skills Challenge. That Starry did um, one. It did one of them, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. Three point contest. Um, Damian Lillard won, beat Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald in the finals. Um, I liked it. It was pretty exciting. Didn't know who was going to win. But everyone kind of choked in the last round, but um, Damian is clutch, so I wasn't surprised. Uh, Three point the three point contest. I think because there's so little to change it, it, it yeah, is probably going to be. It's too easy to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I like the extra balls, the longer balls for the extra point. That's cool. It wasn't a lot of change, but it was a good change because guys shoot out there. It gives guys like Damian Lillard an advantage. Um, you know, Steph, Trey Young, guys like that shoot from that far away, yeah. so it makes sense. Uh, and but they found I they, it was cool. they they always tend to put together a really good roster. Yeah, uh, for good. who's in it, they always have like a couple of the premier guys, and then a couple mm-hmm. of like guys who are, are like shooting the ball really well, uh, yep. and then a couple of shooters that you like a quarter who you kind of know is going to be competitive. Yeah, uh, they do a great job, man. I mean, it's easy, you know. And it separates really the scorers up. from the shooters. 100%. Separates the scorers from the shooters. Like Tyler Hero shot really bad in this. It's like, oh yeah, well he's really a scorer. He's not really a shooter like Buddy is. Right. Like it, it separated it, and I, and I always think that's pretty cool to see. Um, but that's kind of so yeah, and too. then guys like Halliburton really shine. Because he's mm-hmm. really not yeah. a spot up threat, but you could tell he's improved it so much. Yep, yep. That's always fun to watch too. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Um, all right. Congrats to Damian Lillard. Um, dunk contest. Uh, there's really only one name that worth needs mentioning. To be discussed. Yeah. yeah. You've been a fan of his for a long time now, right? Right. Yeah, man. I've and, I've liked his. I've, he's been a fun player to watch. And if there's ever been someone in history whose destiny it was to win the dunk contest, it was Mac McClung, because he's been practicing for the dunk contest since he was in like eighth grade. Not yeah. literally, but basically. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've been waiting for this for a long time. Similar, similar to Zion. And I don't know if it's – maybe maybe part of it is how trash the other guys were or how average the other guys were. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like – like he technically was really impressive. Like his dunks were yeah. really unique yet really simple. They were uh, really exciting. He executed all of them flawlessly. Didn't miss a dunk. I mean, he wasn't phased by the the arena or the lights. How many how many phenoms have they had come in? How many guys have they had? I I'll never forget James White and his China footage of just godly through the legs dunks. 
godly yeah. East Bays. And then he even came the, into the fucking weekend and couldn't finish a single dunk. And he even won the um, college dunk contest. Uh, yeah. When he was there's, at Cincinnati. There's tons, right? there's tons of footage of him just being insane. Yeah. And then he came in and was too, you know, it was too much pressure, couldn't finish a dunk, and it was yeah. embarrassing. How many it guys have they had, like, like Jeremy Evans, who, granted, he was a good, like, contest performer but he was like mm-hmm. a one highlight guy right i mean mcclung yeah. was so impressive honestly bro to me to me this was so impressive he killed this narrative that like it has to be john morant in the dunk contest like mm-hmm. it has to be zion williamson in the dunk contest for it to be good right clearly that's he- not the case I do think I think he killed the narrative in a way that the league doesn't have to force those guys in there. Yes. Like if they get in there, it's cool and we we still want to see it, but it doesn't have to be so forced from the league like people act like it is. Like the league, people are like, oh, you have the league has to work to get these guys in there. No, mm-hmm. like there's other guys who can go in there that actually want to be in there, that actually want to win. Like, you know. Um. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. You're you're right. Mac did a great job. It was very very impressive. And the thing is, it was probably more impressive for people who haven't seen his clips for the last yeah. ten years, like yeah. we have. We've been seeing his clips forever. I've seen him do worse stuff, more vicious stuff than he did in the Bro, contest. How many, but how many casuals were like, "Yo, who is this?" A lot. Of, there was a lot. I there mean, was a lot. Th- that first dunk, like every casual had their like eyes like this. What the hell did I just see? Yeah, there's very few people in the world who can do that dunk that he did that first one. Dude, and that was that probably the best one, one of the just, night. He set the tone. Yeah, yeah. He had a. I mean, he just had a great set of dunks. For mm-hmm. all four of his dunks were fantastic. Um, everybody else's man. We're pretty bad, to be honest. Pretty bad. Jericho Sims. We got to talk about it, man. Did you look it up? Oh, yeah. Why do we have to talk about it? You need, well, this is the only thing I'm going to say. I understand that you play basketball late. Someone like just saw him at the rec center, like jumping over stuff, and be like yo, you should play basketball, and he did. That's a true story. I mean, at least I heard that. Right, yeah. I'm not joking about that. I heard that. But, like you, it's okay to get like a mentor for the dunk contest. Like get someone that helps you with what you're gonna do, because I'm noticing that more and more guys come in and they don't talk to past champions. They don't like get any. Uh, any advice on like dunks or anything like that. So they just come in there and just use their own creativity. And if you haven't been in a dunk contest before or won one, it's hard to come up with the kind of stuff that's exciting enough to win. So yeah. The gimmicks. The gimmicks were better than last year and the year before, but still were kind of rough. I, were I just rough. think the the league to to your point uh, about Diallo you, that you told me um <clears throat> how yeah. he doesn't really get the credit for kind of being the first one yeah 
Um, but I think, like, honestly, man, the league really could deep dive the G League and find so much talent for this. They could. And to me, like, McClung brought the the excitement for the contest back. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think it'll always be G League guys. I think there'll be Zach Levine, like Aaron Gordon, guys like that will will come around eventually. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if Zion was healthy this year, he would have been in it. Yeah, I think yeah. Zion, a full healthy year, I think Zion will give us a show. Yeah, definitely. And that's what, I mean, that's what we want. We want to see Zion in there eventually. That's, he's another guy we've been waiting since he was in seventh grade for him to be in the NBA dunk contest. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I think he'll do it if he's healthy and uh yeah i think a lot of guys this year has been a really bad injury year obviously the all-star game was affected by all the injuries so i think this was a year a lot of guys were hesitant but yeah i, I do think i don't think that we're at the point where we're not going to be able to get anybody i don't know job was 100 percent in the all-star game he didn't look like it it didn't look like it but again my, my thing is i just hate that so many casual basketball fans are like like the contest can only be good if if Ja or Zion. Like no, bro. There's so much no. athletic talent in basketball. Yeah, and and we saw it on full display. And you know, honestly, even the guys who have won, we didn't like. I no one would have thought Aaron Gordon was going to be like as good of a dunk contest contestant as he was until he was in it. So is it exactly like, that should we be enough knew. to. Yeah, but I don't think people knew he would be doing the stuff that he did. Like, I knew he could jump from the free throw line. Yeah, I knew he had that. I didn't know he would – all the other wild stuff that he did. (laughs) Behind the back and that easy and all that stuff. I didn't didn't know it was that easy. But, yeah, like, I think think guys will surprise people. It just hasn't been the right guys yet. Man, it happens. There's down years all the time. I mean, Brent Berry won a dunk contest. I know. Like, he, they talk about the down years now. Barry can only jump from far away. That was like his only yeah. good dunk. It was a long dunk. But, you know, there's there's down years, and it comes back. There's going to be another fence. And, and I feel like we should we should nice. kind of focus on the contestants more. Like, if these guys mm-hmm. come in and suck and there's no creativity, like, that's – the NBA did a poor job finding players. Yeah, because yeah. t- to your point, Mac McClung has been preparing for this for like a decade and a half. Yeah, I mean, it, as soon as he was in it, and I knew it was other guys who aren't really like experienced dunkers. Oh, it's a wrap! Like, yeah, he's been preparing for this. He's that years ahead of these guys on a dunk contest. Yeah, concert. man, and everybody wildest dunks. Everybody that I talk to that like knows basketball enough to know McClung. Obviously, doesn't watch Houston Rockets, and yet they all are trying to tell me that it was going to be Kenyon Martin Jr. winning it. Yeah, see, doesn't like, make any sense. That's such a casual take, right? And I and you know I love Kenyon Martin Jr., but not it. I thought he had a he had a shot. He obviously had the second best shot. Yeah, I mean by a long shot to me, but nah, Mac, it's. I think I think the other thing a lot of people who don't play basketball or haven't dunked before don't understand. Like these guys don't practice the wildest dunks all the time. Like those guys who who can dunk well. Like LeBron doesn't go in the gym and practice between the legs dunks. 
Got he it. never does. I'm sure he can, and he has done it before. But he's not like in there trying to see test his limits every time he's in the gym. Michael McClung's been testing his limits since he was in high school. No, a lot of these other guys don't be out there trying to test all this stuff and jump over people and everything just to see what happens. That's not a thing like basketball players do. We're actually working on our game. We're not in there just trying to see, oh, let me see if I can go under both legs today. Like, no one (laughs) – unless you're going to a dunk contest. So, um, anyway, uh, it was – it was a rough one, but Mac, Mac did a great job. The rest of them, uh, I loved seeing all the OGs just like, like shocked. Yeah, that was cool. Like just that everybody was, cool. was so surprised at how flawless he. I was too. I didn't think he would just come in there and just off rip dominate, but that was that was really impressive. I was hoping someone else gave him some kind of. Uh, yeah, I thought he'd steal the show in like a final. Like if it came down to dunk v dunk, and Mac brought yeah. out something something crazy that we'd never seen. Yeah, I didn't think he'd step on in three steps, and he's showing us a dunk we've never seen before. Yeah, I mean the first dunk was the best dunk of the competition to me. I didn't expect I mean, the that other ones. The other ones are really tough, and no one else in the dunk contest probably could have did them. But they weren't like I've seen him done before. And I, I think I might have seen the one he did done before too, but not that easy, not that quick, not that clean. Like you said, it was just all like no struggle to finish it, to execute yeah, it. it. I crazy. it was perfect. It's perfect. Um people are hating on the Trey Murphy, um Jose Alvarado dunk, but I liked that a lot. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um uh, Kenny Martin Jr. just could not get a good alley oop from anybody. Not from <laughs> like his dad gave him a bad one. Um, what's my man's name? Um, man, I can't remember his name right now. Tate, Jay Sean Tate. He gave him a terrible one to start start the show. Um, yeah, bro, he was set so up was for rough. failure. Yeah, he was set up for failure. Houston has no point guards on the team, so should bring it John showed. Wall out it there. Showed. <laughs> if John yeah. Wall's even in Houston. Yeah. So oh, man. yeah, so Jericho, I don't want to say anything about Jericho. Just him being in there in the next jersey doing what he did was atrocious. Yeah, the anyway. next jersey was tough. Extra tough. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so shout out to Mac McClung, man. Um, it wasn't a bad, wasn't the worst Saturday, but it wasn't a great one either. No, but um, McClung, McClung has cemented himself with like a top five, top ten all time performance. Yeah, yeah, especially for a first time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Finally, the All Star Game itself. This might have been the worst night of the weekend for me, to be honest. Might? Might? Oh, my gosh. It was so bad, man. It was so bad. I can't I don't even know where to start. First of all, first of all, the fucking uh, draft, the all that shit with the drafting, the reserves... 
drafting the starters. I, I love it. Great. I, like that. I love the chemistry. I love how fun it was. I mean, obviously, Giannis it. a clown. LeBron was ready. LeBron, the fucking lead GM mode immediately. I love the anticipation of who they were going to get. Um, Bro, honestly, LeBron drafting, it, it he, he picks guys like like we would cus- making a custom team. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like ever since the All-Star game has started drafting guys, yeah. my respect for Lee GM has just skyrocketed. <laughs> He does pick good teams. He definitely does. I love his combination of, of players. Yeah. But it took so fucking long. It did take a long time. Yeah. Needing so, a break between the reserves and Ernie asking them their strategy. I didn't need all that. Just like Ernie just say, all right, who's next? Let's just do it. And, and doing it was cool. I mean, that would have been cool. I like that the kids got to take a picture with them. That was nice. The jerseys, you don't know which jersey's going to be. That was cool, too. All that was fun. I did like that. I like yes. them drafting right before the game. That was cool. Yes. I hope they keep doing that. But, like, if we're adding a new preparatory event, like, maybe we should start a little earlier. hmm I agree. I mean, the game started at, like, what, 8.30, 9 o'clock? Yeah. And they had a bunch of freight. Didn't they have like a BB Rexa versus Wiz Khalifa battle? Did you see that? No, I didn't. <laughs> the song battle. I didn't even see that. I'm not. Why the fuck were they doing that? Was that sad? I don't know if that was Saturday or Sunday, but yeah, they had like a head to head. Wiz Khalifa went up there performing. BB no, Rexa. Saturday, I had to catch up on everything, so that I was if. Could have been it on Saturday. And then um they like got to see whose fans <laughs> it was an all-star music battle, they called it. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember I what day that. it was, but I was like, why are they doing this before the all-star events? I I, I, but... I really don't need that. <laughs> it's it's anyway... basketball. Okay, we're here for basketball. Like you can I don't mind post Malone. Coming out before for a couple songs, like all right. Oh, that's right. That happened in between. What didn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that before the All Star game or not? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Okay. It was after the draft, but before the game, right? Yes. Yeah. Which I was cool with because they they also did need time to you know right. Pro- there was no strategy in the game, obviously, but I was thinking the time oh they need time to see like what the position is going to be the rotations i get that but they obviously didn't use any of that they were just down there just goofing off i guess but yeah and and luca luca by the way confirmed my point because when he was mic'd up and they asked him about the the new draft and stuff he literally said it was a ton of fun but it was so long yeah which i'm sure it fucked up their warm-ups Mm-hmm. considering they had the long, I'm sure they warmed up and had that long event or maybe warmed up after, not for as much as they probably wanted. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the game starts. And honestly, they played like we didn't get enough time to warm up. They played terrible. And not only did they play like, they all shot bad to start, except for LeBron, basically. But like... 
I mean, there was – I don't even know, man. It, it felt like just layup lines in the game, basically. Bro, they were playing guys, any defense. like, we can play fake defense better. Like, y'all been playing basketball your whole lives. I know you know how to make a guy make maybe five dribble moves before he gets past you. I know. I, I you know, we had one one-on-one moment, and it was whack. Like, I, I was hoping we'd get more one-on-one moments. Kyrie couldn't even really truly be Kyrie if you're not playing defense. Like, he can't do dribble moves against the air. Like, we're not going to – that's not fun to watch. Everyone hit, like, a really pretty hezzy, and they were fucking getting a layup. Yeah, that's it. Like, dude, One I do that at LA Fitness when I'm five games in with the same nine nine other guys, and they're all dead. Yeah. They're all dead because we've played too many games – like, that's what it looked like. Guys were too tired to play defense, couldn't bother to jog back, barely could bother to walk back. Right. I mean, it was, like, so embarrassing. Like, y'all know there's a stigma of they don't take the fucking All-Star game seriously. Like, it's a joke because they don't really play for real. I mean, honestly, in the first quarter, it looked like they forgot the rules. I know. That's that's why I said it. It didn't even seem like they were playing the different games. I know. Like they're the announcers keep reminding us that like the end of the quarter, whoever's winning wins for their charity. And you none notice. of them like moved in any capacity like they were trying to win a quarter. Not 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 even close. It didn't look like they were the trying whole... to win anything. And that set the whole vibe of the, the defense never picked up. Right. That's what I've never seen that before. I've never seen them just like never pick up any kind of energy. Yeah, me me either. I think this probably had the least amount of energy in an all-star game that I've seen from the like, players. Uh, they all it, came out there lackadaisical. No one got any lift on their jump shots. Yeah. Dunks were weak. Most of the dunks were weak. You know, off the backboard ones were cool, but no one could throw good alley hoops. It was just like can y'all take the Saturday no. practice seriously at least? Even the highlights look trash. Other practice? No, no. I'm just saying, like, like you said, oh, the nobody could of the throw game. a lob. Nobody could right. fucking like. Nobody had any chemistry. Like, yeah, y'all didn't practice anything on Saturday to like sh- give the fans some show. They weren't even in really in the good enough defense to run a play. Like they were just standing there. They weren't even matched up well enough to for them to get a good playoff. So oh, it, it was so embarrassing. Like they couldn't even bother to fake it. I know that that was very that was embarrassing. Bro, it's embarrassing it's, as a this, fan. Remember how disrespectful we felt what Jimmy Butler did uh yeah, a couple years just back? Not playing. Like acting like he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. This was like the entire All Star collective didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and that that shit really like man, it was demoralizing. I scored except De'Aaron Fox. That was kind of whack. I mean, it was just like the thing is, you know how like two K, um, and the basketball games. It's everyone's, all the NBA players' stats were, like, exaggerated for, like, the sake of the video game. Yeah. That's what we want to see at the All-Star game. 
Like, okay, we know we all like Kyrie's ball handles, ball handling. We want Kyrie to just turn it into an and one show if he can. Yes, we all like John Moran's dunks. We only like John Moran's dunks. I don't want to see John Morant taking any jump shots. Clear the lane, let John Morant dunk. We like everyone thinks De'Aaron Fox is the fastest player in the league. Let's why don't we press De'Aaron Fox one time and just let him go coast to coast and show us how fast he is. Like that's what we want to see in the game, but like, bro, don't Al use to Yakum. Yo, everything Jokic did, everything NB did, it was just like, you know, I, I thought it was cool. Um, DeMar DeRozan came in, first thing he did was do elite footwork, fadeaway mid-range. That's what we want to see. We want to see what you do best with everyone doing what they do best. We don't, we don't really want to see everyone do stuff they don't do in the games. Like, I, I know... They think that that's cool, but we don't want to see that. We wanted to see Lillard take half-court shots. We got that. That was great. Tatum and Brown was great. Um, Donovan was pretty cool. I wish Donovan dunked a little more, but that was – everything he did was cool. But, like, everybody else was, like – they just, like, forgot they were supposed to give us a show, basically. That's – yeah, 100%, man. It wasn't a show. Like It wasn't. Like, bro, again, I when I'm tired and, and pick up basketball, I play fake defense. And I promise you I'm more convincing that I'm trying to play a real defense than these guys were. Like, yeah. bro, you can't sit and make Kyrie hit like a double or triple move to get past you. I'm not I'm not asking yeah. you to fucking like make sure you cut him off. But yeah, once he gets the step, that's when you let him go. Like you said, bro, all I saw from Paul George and Kyrie, Hezzy blow by. Like, are you kidding me? I definitely wanted some more from Paul George. Paul George he acted like he couldn't even play creative and nobody wanted to see shit. Like, yeah. Like, no just go, bro. You don't gotta I do guess. all that. You're you're already by me. I hate yeah, I hated that. I hated that a lot. Like, and bro, I get it. I amount mean, of times, amount of times somebody snatched back and the guy was like, you know, fuck it. Like, I'm done playing. Yeah, like come yeah. on. Yeah, it, you know, you ever play? You ever play twenty one with like too many people out there? Yes. It, but you have to go out there and you have to make sure he doesn't get an open shot. So yes. that's all we want. Just go make sure he doesn't get an open shot when he drives. There's thirty people in the paint already. He's, you know, there's like six people in the paint already. Go for it. But like, at least just go out there and make sure there's nothing easy or nothing wide open. Yeah, at least at least like in the second half. And I thought I thought they were gonna pick it up in the second half, and they it actually was kind of worse. To be honest, it was worse, bro. They've never they all the first the first like five ten minutes are always disgusting. Like it's always yeah. get the home guy like five to ten points. You know, feed yeah. maybe maybe somebody else get the the goats involved, and then we kind of slowly like there'll be a possession a competitive possession here. A guy will go for a block there. A guy will steal a weak move. And all of a sudden, like very slowly, the intensity picks up. Mm -hmm. Even in games I've hated, there's some level of intensity. Yeah. And here it got yeah. worse. You know what? You know what I think is one issue of it? Um, 
one issue with where the All-Star game is is that the East and West thing doesn't matter. And I think that now that they draft that, um, like before, if you were playing in Utah, they were kind of, the West team was like the home team in a way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they were like, you know, the defense thing in the background would come on for the West. I mean, like for the, when the West is on defense, like it, you kind of had the feeling that the crowd was cheering for their home uh, region. And now it's just like, who are they cheering for? If they're cheering for anyone at all, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, it, they didn't even, like, like no try to make Markinen look good. No, they didn't. They were just like, we just won't get back. You can catch as many lobs as you want. We won't really close out, even though you've been sniping the, the league all year. Yeah. Like, you've been making shots in people's eye, but we won't contest because that's a lot of work. Right. It was just gross, man. It was honestly disrespectful. And and to me, when they were drafting, I think I would have I would have picked Markin in first. Like I know even if even if I didn't want him on my team, like I think Giannis and LeBron should have agreed to say, yo, Markin is the home guy. Let's just botch the first pick. Go ahead and pick Markin in. I won't pick who you want that second pick and let's just, you know, do it like that. Like Markin deserves some kind of praise for the hometown. It was just like he wasn't even like he was nothing. Yeah. They were just giving him, like, so. charity baskets. I'm like, dude, this is not, like, feed him the ball and, and actually, can we see him go to work? Bro, they used yeah, to I mean, feed, he gives you guys they buckets used to in the regular season. Pau Gasol, who was the like, most boring big man, all-star big man ever. <laughs> they used to feed Pau Gasol in the mid-post. Go to work. Like, it's your spot. Nobody can stop you here. Like, get get your dime, get your float or anything. Yeah. Here it's just like layup lines, man, from start to finish. Yeah. And it was gross layup lines. Honestly, but if the layup lines weren't gross when when you watch elite college or elite AAU teams warm up and they're fucking windmilling everything, I promise you it doesn't look gross. I know. But the fucking NBA All-Stars, the greatest players on the fucking planet, couldn't make a layup line look good. Yeah, and the thing is that sometimes they were just laying it up when they should have did some some kind of dunk, some reverse, some 360. They were just laying it up and just dropping it in, like, for points. But for what? The fuck? I, I didn't know. really get. DeRozan out yeah. there scooping everything. DeMar, you used to DeMar murder people. Underrated bounce. Very underrated bounce. Paul George yeah. laid. I mean, watching watching six nine guys lay the ball out is just sick to me. Paul George is the only player out there who's done a three sixty windmill in game, and is a, doing layups. God, Paul George, man. It's, even even in a gross layup line, you could just tell how elite he is. Yeah. Uh, but man, he didn't look good. And and to your point, like the draft sucks. If they're not gonna play hard, like what's the point of drafting good players if we get to the game and you guys aren't playing hard? Because like yeah, you said, Ron drafted better than Giannis to me too, but Giannis's team won because they're the only guys. They were just playing they a little. Ran. Bit, they a ran little bit a little bit more. Yeah, just a little bit harder, and Giannis didn't even play. So, 
Yeah. It was really demoralizing for me, man. I I'd never been this like I'd never felt I never felt like it was a chore to get through the All-Star game before. This one definitely was. It was a well, chore to get the, to the fourth quarter. I was hoping like, the fourth quarter picked up and it didn't. Even in the blowouts, it's fun to watch the some of the the reserves go off. Like yeah. I remember I used to have fun, like Westbrook would randomly heat up and it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think he won an MVP one time cuz he just like wouldn't cool off shooting the ball. Yeah. He did. We we couldn't even get that. No, we didn't. We didn't. This sucked, man. This this really sucked. And and this isn't like this isn't an NBA has to go in and look at the format again, like see if we need draft. Nah, bro. These guys didn't give was, a fuck. If you can't find players. incentive, if you can't find some kind of incentive, which I thought charity was as good as it could get. Yeah. But if they're not, if they don't care, if them being healthy, I guess is more important than playing in a game that is like spreads the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Then it is what it is. It's the same yes. shit with the dunk contest. These guys don't want to do it. We'll find we'll find Mac McClung to, to put on a show. We asked Ty uh, uh, Alexander CA um, about how to make it better. And he basically just said money talks. Like I was paraphrasing, but he basically was like, we just need more money. <laughs> or like, we need more incentives to do it. But like, bruh, y'all contracts are sick. Yeah. And, and you, you, and I know they get the bonuses. Do they not get bonuses? Like actually being an all-star making all NBA, like there's bonuses tied to that. There is, yeah. I I'm not sure if it's all star. Maybe for some guys, I know all NBA all NBA for a lot of guys is bonuses. Yeah. I just man, like Luca, Luca really, and they mic'd him up, and he kind of told him like, man, I don't want to hurt anybody. Like, dude. Oh. At you least eighty five games a year. How many times has Luca hurt somebody? I just these guys play all the time, train all the time, like. Why do you have that mindset of I'm gonna get hurt? I don't know, man. And I forgot who it was, but they were like, they go to the um, summer league and play all summer for free. We're playing the summer league with guys who don't even play in the NBA, but you're not gonna play. LeBron played much harder in the Drew League than he did in the All Star game, and only which, only played first half. But which just you know, like that right there is is just sick. And you're playing against all other players. It's not like, no disrespect to them, because I obviously don't want any problems. But it's not like the Morris twins are out there. It's not like Grayson Allen is out there. It's not like Jake Crowder is like, it's not like guys that are about to fight if you foul them are out there. It's a bunch of NBA players. Like, it's other stars. You foul them hard, they get fouled hard. Didn't um, uh, Kobe almost broke his nose in the game? D-Wade literally broke his nose. D-Wade broke Kobe's nose. In the game. And these guys are worried about getting hurt. And Kobe cooked him like a week later with a fucking mask on, by the way. Who finished the game? And he finished that the fucking all-star game. Yeah. So it's like... (laughs) I I just... It's crazy to me, man. Especially... uh, the the young new guys like Luca like like the SGA all these guys like what do you mean I'm I don't want to hurt anybody yeah I don't know 
It's, that's bizarre. That's a weird thing to even say. Weird thing to even say. Um, Anthony Edwards, I mean, he went out there and played pretty hard, but he, he still didn't do that about much. The, the load management stuff. I think right before I liked the All-Star that. game. I hope he keeps that. I doubt it, but I hope he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I doubt it. Unfortunately. His track record's been really good so far. Yeah, it has, yeah. Yeah. Knowing Minnesota, we'll, hopefully that could last because they're not going to take care of him. Right. Right. All right. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the second half of the season. Um, I would call it the last quarter of the season at this point. <clears throat> yeah, because All-Star, All-Star breaks a little bit later than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Season starts at a different time, too. So, um. Oh, we have to talk about the buyout the market too. The Clippers. Yeah. Clippers just picked up Russell Westbrook. The Bulls just picked up Patrick Beverly and the Heat just picked up Kevin Love. Let's mainly just talk about the Clippers because that's the biggest impact, probably. Uh Westbrook, man. They lost John Wall. Got rid of John Wall, but picked up Westbrook. They're right now in the fourth spot. One game behind the third spot. They've been rolling. They they came yeah, into the all-star break rolling. They did. They did. And, and honestly, their schedule looks pretty good. And honestly, man, they were rolling the right way. They were. Uh, like putting in Terrence Mann and not forcing him to play point guard, just starting him. Yep. Doesn't mean he's a yep. point guard. It means he's a good guy to make the extra pass, cut, play defense. Like if if your team moves the ball well, which I talked about countless times that they could do, mm-hmm. sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, it is. I mean, all their wings haven't stepped up, but Powell has. Which again, a yeah, lot of times has. for for a bench, that's really all you need. And a lot of their wings just have gotten healthy too and that that was one thing they needed the most um Powell's finally healthy um but they like their collective shooting percentage especially from three is really good yeah uh and a lot of that is because they move the ball well yep it is so hypothetically it seems like Russ would be a great fit yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just But you have reservations. You didn't add a point guard. You don't consider Russ a point guard? By default. What do you think he's Okay. Yeah. Russ is a slasher. Mm-hmm. He's really not a point guard. He's just a slasher to me. Okay. And and that's the my problem. Every one of your wings could do that. Right. That's true. Like, I'm not trying to say that like the Clippers players can can get assists and pass the ball as well as Russ. Mm-hmm. But again, Russ's strength has been drive and kick. Like yeah. that's not something they're missing. And Wall did that for them. And they didn't like it. He fucking played. (laughs) Yeah, he did that and they didn't like it. So 
So, so like to me, you added Russ, but you're this is a risk you didn't need to take. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's my problem. Like, I'm not mad that you got him because he can help. Mm -hmm. But if he helps too much, now you trust him in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't help, he creates a distraction because he's sitting on the bench. Right. At the end of the day, he's never figured out his turnover problems. Probably never will. Yeah, this he is won't. like this is something you have to deal with him now. <laughs> and again, your chemistry's great. You're rolling. Your drive and kick game is like as good as any team in the league. And you add a guy to do that with low IQ. Yeah, and he's a they, bad defender. He's become a he's become the worst defender right now. They're fourth in the league in. Uh, points per game which is fantastic fantastic and, yeah yeah you know adding bones and him him and bones out there at the same time sounds disgusting oh my god <laughs> please no Ty Lu. don't do us like that it's gonna happen it's definitely gonna happen but when will it happen in the game is gonna be interesting to see I really can't uh, picture that. Yeah. One one good thing about this to me is that he has he has history with Paul George. And if anything, Ty can go back to Paul George and get Paul George's input about it, about what's the best way to use him. If he hasn't already, he can now. Um, about the best way to use him and what positions to have him in, when to have him in the game, how to talk to him, all that kind of stuff matters. 100%. Uh, so that's good. And he was successful with Paul George to an extent. So, um, And my thing is, like, my one kind of positive outlook on it is I do mm-hmm. picture him fitting with those the when it's Paul George by himself out there. Yeah. Like with some wings and maybe Zubach, like that's a lineup that Russ could really fit well with. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think because to me, I, I always hate, really well, and uh, I yeah. love when Paul George could be like an all-around player all the time. I agree, and it's always with the Clippers. It's always like he either has the ball too much, or he's only touching the ball to to take jumpers. Or to space the mm-hmm. floor. Like mm-hmm. with Russ, with Russ, especially without Kawhi out there, I feel like there could be that balance of he's playing off Russ one play, he's playing with the ball the next play. Like I just feel like there's more options there. One thing they did really well in OKC was their overload. They had an overload offense that worked so well to get Paul George a free side of the court. Give Westbrook a free side of the court to drive and make good passes, so that that's something I think they could use because they still do it a little bit, but they don't have anyone that attacks the basket as well as Russ. Yeah, um, as well as Westbrook can. So uh, that should be good. Um, it, sh- it should it should be interesting. 
I don't, I'm not sure if it'll be successful, but it will be interesting. And at, at times that it is successful, they're going to beat the crap out of teams. Mm-hmm. But I also love be a lot the of idea of it's a disaster. Yeah, I just I really hope they don't slip defensively. But I, I also yeah, like the idea that Zubac and, and Plumley get more involved with Russ out there. Absolutely, Plumley pick and lob is that's one thing they move the ball happen. well. They move the ball well, and it's always to to open jump shots. They yeah. can't really like sustain getting Zubac layups or getting the guys that are actually driving layups. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, they look really good because all their guys are shooting in the high 30s right now. Yeah. I don't want them to get into the playoffs and, and struggle because they're missing. I will say another thing that makes this Clippers team pretty good for Russ is they move well without the ball. They cut really well. When guys are, are driving, they go to rebound well. And Russ usually finds those kind of guys. OKC, that was, that was his bread and butter with – um, it was Oladipo for a year. It was Jeremy Grant. It was um, what was my man's name? Uh, Ferguson, Terrence Ferguson. Yeah. Was it Ter- Terrence? Yeah. Yeah. T- Terrence. Terrence Ferguson for a while. Where those guys, Westbrook would make a move and they would cut at the perfect time. They were right, right there under the basket. Terrence Mann is a spectacular cutter. He doesn't get mm-hmm. enough credit for how he gets into spots. Westbrook finding him is going to be good. Paul George is a good cutter. Hawaii is a good cutter. So Powell too. I think that yeah, yeah, Powell too. Yep. And Covington's not a bad one too. So I think that they'll find um a lot of good slips with them um with Russ. So that should be easy assists. Um and yeah. Russ just takes so much attention because he's just so fast, so quick. Mm-hmm. Takes up so much attention on the side of the court. It, they're going to get some good cuts, get some easy buckets. Yeah, I, th- I think transition. There's a lot of things they could do. I just don't mm-hmm. like that they didn't need to take the risk. But but there is like several ways. I I do think there is upside to it. I think that for me, it was a it was a low risk, high reward for them, particularly because. I mean, for Westbrook, for most teams, because Westbrook was already kind of getting benched. So it's not right. like... I do think he's gonna... not at the point where he, even if you bench him, he'll destroy your chemistry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like he hasn't been benched before. Like it, Now, if if they had gotten him and Westbrook was already starting and was like a best player on a team kind of thing, and then they did this, I'd be like, yo, if it doesn't work, you have no way out. But right now, if it doesn't work, yeah, yeah, bench him. Lakers are benching him anyway. <clears throat> yep. So, yeah. Um, any thoughts on Pat Bev to the Bulls? It's a good pickup. Yeah, it's solid. It's I mean, it's solid. not going to move. It doesn't move the needle for a for a team that like can't win games. He's not a winner necessarily. Uh, it's not that he's not a winner. Like he just doesn't have enough impact. On the actual game. Right. Uh, I guess a bad way of saying he sucks. But no, he's you're a right. good, like, I'm with you. The good focus guy, man. Like, he, he makes guys competitive, kind of like what we talked about with uh, with the rising stars, like just uh, with Alvarado just fueling people to play harder. Yeah. Pat Bev is the same way. Like, Levine, Levine will get more hyped going off with Pat Bev out there. 
Yeah, I think he'll get some of the younger guys, uh, uh, Desumu and Kobe White, a lot of um, a lot of energy. He'll probably give those guys yeah. a lot of energy too. It doesn't fix yeah. their fundamental problems, like their basketball problems. <laughs> yeah, it was the same. It it was the same way. Um, and obviously they're different players, but like when they got Dragic last year, yeah. Like it was a good pickup, but it doesn't change again your fundamental reasons why you don't win games. You you improved a strength. In this case, it's not really a strength. Maybe you improved the locker room, maybe you improved the team chemistry, but you're still not gonna get significant stops against six five or above guys. Which, by the way, eighty percent of the fucking league is is that tall. <laughs> Still not gonna get rebounds. No, no, Pat Bev doesn't fix rebounding. Yeah. Um I have a Bulls a Bulls analyst I'm trying to bring on the podcast, but I'm trying to make sure that there's a reason to because the Bulls They're not giving you a lot right now. Exactly. Um Kevin Love to the Heat. Honestly, man, I good, good pickup for Miami. Yeah, Golden State, really? Yeah, Golden State's couldn't even it, couldn't even try. Pat Bev said it was between Chicago and Golden State, but he wanted to go home to Chicago. Again, I don't like Pat Bev doesn't fix whatever. Even in Golden State, he wouldn't fix what they need. Uh, but literally, but Kevin Love is exactly like. Exactly. If if Golden State could only have one player to help the problems they've had, like this is a perfect, perfect example. Yeah. Guy who's gonna take open shots, he'll move the ball. He's a vet. With the way they move the ball, he'll probably look younger. Yeah. And like not I even would have just been punching more gotten more punches in on Jordan <laughs> More techs. <clears throat> yeah, let the no, but like, way up in text. I understand if it's who was it? Miami. Um, who was the other team? It was one other te- Philly, right? Philly was the other team that was interested in love. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Miami, Philly were like the two. Golden State. I, I just wanted you in the list. Yeah, I, I wonder why he wasn't like why I don't no one in the West wanted him. I don't hear, and, and just Golden State in general, I don't hear the interest in available players that will help. Yeah, I don't hear their name enough at all. I, I didn't hear them when Terrence Ross was available. I haven't heard them with Barton. I think Barton would even Jay help Crowder, them a little bit. hello? I didn't hear him with Crowder. I mean, like, Crowder, I mean, another guy, exactly the piece they would need if they could only have one. Crowder helps anybody's team. Right. Yeah. Man, I just I I hate that Steph is going to be carrying with a backpack. If he makes it back this year, yeah, if he gets back, I I don't like it when when Clay puts the team in the backpack. Like he's he's getting okay. back into it, and I like that he's kind of reemerged as a really explosive scorer. Yeah, but the team just fucking sucks when when he's carrying them. Yeah, because his his inefficiency is like 
really damaging to the team. If he's not shooting well, it's really bad. Like it's, then, then the other guys are like, like they're doing even less. They're already not contributing, and your volume shooting is making them do even less. Because usually everyone's out of position when he shoots. Because he's like long rebound, so his instant fast breaks. Bro, the he's the of- best defender on the team too, other than Draymond. So like him not playing defense, not getting back on defense is a disaster. So it's just a lot. A lot goes and, wrong when he's and it shows like their lack or their ball movement not being as good as it used to be. Mm-hmm. It shows, and I give you their uh, Looney. Looney yeah. used to get because they moved the ball so well, he'd score fourteen on like eight really good shots. Yeah. Now, now Looney will get the same. 10 to 15 rebounds that he used to get, which is always impressive because he's not athletic at all. He'll play great defense all night, which, again, impressive because he's not athletic. Yeah. And he took three shots. Mm-hmm. And somehow he found, like, he took a bad shot, which I ne- I never saw him do in the past. Right. That, to me, like, how, how are you getting loony less shots? He's just, like, a fit. Like, he's... A execute the play guy. Yeah, should be. It's it's a struggle in Golden State to me. I know they're they're not playing horrible, but we talked about all season how limited this roster was, and now like they've let us down officially. Yeah. You you kept telling me I kept trusting you because you kept telling me they got to be active in the buyout market like they just they have to be. Could be. This is bizarre that they're not. I know why. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have even hated if they got Westbrook. Like because at this point, they just need help. Help. They just need whatever it is to figure it Please, out. Like, less less of the current guys getting bench minutes. Yeah, man. Anthony Lamb being like your go-to bench guy is not it. Ah, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, that's all I got for today. You got anything else? No. Uh, I'm excited for these last games because the seed, especially in the West, like yeah. anything could happen. Yeah. yeah. We won't even be able to really predict the playoff teams until like a week or two left in the season. Yeah. Yeah. The, the West is tight. The East is getting tighter too. The mm-hmm. East right now um, is, let's see. Second spot is a half a game behind first. Third spot is three games. Um, fourth spot is five games. Five spot, seven and a half. Uh, and six is nine and a half. I mean, with 25 games left, anything can happen there too with how it shakes up. And then you got the playing games are all within three games of each other. Yeah. From 10 to 14, basically. So anything can shake around. Are are you Especially, nervous about anybody? Um, give, if if you are, give me one from each conference. I'm nervous Preferably, about Chicago not making the playoffs. If that counts, not even making the play in. It's it's looking likely. 
And then uh, the West. I'm going to be uh, honest. <clears throat> Chicago and Indiana. Oh. Yeah, New Orleans is by default. Yeah, Indiana. What happened? Dude, Chicago and Indiana, if they let Washington and Toronto take 9 and 10, they had a they had a disappointing year. Yeah. Like I'm not they if they sneak CC. in the plan, yeah, if they sneak in the plan and even if they get cooked, okay, you know, rough year could have been better, but at least kind of you reached some level of success. Yeah, and both of those teams are still young. Like yeah, at least you oh. did something. But, Losing your yeah. seeds to the Wizards, who are going nowhere as fuck, and then Toronto, who looks horrible playing offense. Toronto looks really bad. And and keep in mind, look at two extra spots. Three years ago, they wouldn't be in the playoffs at all. I know. I know. If they didn't, do, or four years ago, they wouldn't be in the playoffs at all. So like, they're two spots away from the extra spots. So. Really, the That's top terrible. four in the east. The, uh, the top four in the east should have no problems meeting in the, you know, after the first round. <clears throat> yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like in the in the I'm I look at the west and the current top six. I could see a picture where any of those teams make makes it to the finals. In the west, the top six, any of them could make it to the finals. You're saying could, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Obviously, for a number of them, it'd be a long. Sh- in the East, past Cleveland, none of those teams are are significant enough to even go to the conference finals. I agree. I agree. I think Miami could always surprise somebody and beat somebody in the first round. After that first round, it's a wrap. And none yeah. of the other teams are even like you said. None of the other teams is going to make it past the second round. I hope, I hope, I hope Brooklyn and New York find find a way to match up. I know I'm asking for a lot. Cleveland would have to slip. Cleveland and Philly would have to, you know, slip a little bit, but hopefully. Well, just one of them. If if uh, Cleveland slips and New York slips, they can match up. I mean, Cleveland. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, they both would. I'm wondering yeah. between Brooklyn and New York. I mean, I'm not sure if either of them will really like stop winning games. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they both could. Brooklyn, Brooklyn can make it to the second round. And you think about it, Brooklyn everybody's going to be Eastern Conference Finals. You're wow. <clears throat> uh, we'll get back to that. But my thing is, they're gonna their depth is so crazy. That while you look like Philly's going to be managing their their health, Boston managing health, Milwaukee managing health, Cleveland managing like literally all the good teams are going to be managing health. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of wins to get late in the season. Yeah, New, New York and Brooklyn both. I'm sure. I mean, as long as Randall is good, I'm not managing anybody else's health. Everybody else can Brunson go out there and play for Brunson can play forty plus too. Yeah. Yep. I can't believe Toronto climbed back. Oh. I can't believe Toronto didn't make any moves. Like, because they're right now they're in the play-in purgatory right now. They'll be in the play-in every year unless they do something. 
there's no way they, they don't have an active offseason. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to Orlando. Just... 24 wins for Orlando this, this far in the season. Very, very impressive. Follow Ben Carroll, man. He's been killing it. Absolutely killing it. The Wagner brothers are great. Yeah. They, I, I haven't seen them a solid. lot. I haven't seen them a lot, but their chemistry looks really good. Yeah, they, they could get another nice young player and you know they could probably do something later later on. Really could. Um yeah, and uh, I'm saying the Pelicans, I'm worried that the Pelicans could slip out of the playoffs. And I'm also worried that they're gonna get routed in the first round. And especially if they're not fully healthy, which I just there's no way to count on that now. Nope. But if they go and they play like Memphis in the first round, it's over for them. Yeah, man. Quick. Those first two Memphis games, good lord. That yeah. energy with Jog, you know, going off Dylan Brooks looking to hurt people. Man. Yeah. And Jog be going as Zion because, you know, the first and second pick. Yeah. You already know Jog probably thinks about that. So it'll, it'll that'll be a beat down if it happens. I think Sacramento versus them would be fun to watch, but um, yeah, I mean, they're close. To Sacramento is very interesting who they match up with in the first round. Yeah, that's going to be big for them. But um, and, and the other thing about New Orleans, if they're not healthy when the playing game happens, oh, it's oh, over. Golden State is getting them out of here quick, super quick. Yeah, first round. <clears throat> Steph and Steph won't even play the second half. Early bedtime. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm worried about for them because um, they could easily get bounced out. I, Minnesota, I don't know what's going to happen in Minnesota. I don't, you know, I don't. I haven't really seen Conley with them yet. I think he's only played one game. I don't really know yeah. how that's going to work out. OKC, I don't expect to stay there. I need Portland or LA. OKC would be a OKC. very pleasant surprise. Yeah. If I'm OKC, I don't even want to say there. Like, let's let's just go down. Let's use those picks. We got a bunch of picks. Let's rest SGA for the rest of the season. But what's the point of going to the plan and getting beat in the first round? What? You know, well, you want to see if your young guys are kind of ready for it, or kind of show them that they're not ready for it. Yeah, but it's one game. Like it, it would be different if it was. This playoff series, like if we were close enough to get to the playoffs, I'm with that, but I don't think they have think enough. Think about to... it. It's not like the playoffs where, like, you know, my realistically, my chances of beating a, to- a team that's won 50 to 60 games is like really low. But in the playing, it's teams that you're not that you're not far away record wise. If I'm OKC. Yeah. I look at this pool like, yo, we're just as good or if or better than all these teams. Yeah. So to me, unless they're like specifically looking for a better pick, which I wouldn't if I was them, they they seem to be finding guys regardless of the pick, regardless of the round. So uh, I, I'd push for that plan for that <clears throat> last seed, even if I could get it. Getting the getting the pick, even if they're not going to use it to draft, is still a better trade bait. Getting a good pick, but now yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. I just if I'm them and I go to the playoffs, I go to the playoffs just 
just like for fun, basically. Yeah. Because you know you're not going to get to the finals. You know you're not going to beat Denver, L.A., Phoenix. But you still make like, you that know, like you you make that progression. So then you have expectations next year. Yeah, that, that's true. And that's how you got to climb out of the the Toronto purgatory. Yeah, that's true. We'll see what happens with them. Um, they still have a really good chance of getting another huge, uh, maybe even the first pick. And, um, you know, when uh, – I forgot his name already. When he comes back next year. Oh, Chet? Yeah, when Chet gets back next year. They're going to be fun next year, hopefully. I, I hope they get some TV games next to year. Me, to me, they're fun now. They are. They're. I mean, they're really fun, but it'll be a, a different kind of fun. It'll be like a, oh, they might be a contender kind of fun next year. Yeah, know? I'm excited. Yeah, like them. oh, they might beat some teams, but yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I don't expect them to stay there. I do think Portland or LA will catch them. When Portland gets healthy. Um, I think LA is going to start clicking, so I think they'll. Be close to catching them. They're only two games away from catching them now, so that's like a week of games they could catch them. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know All one right, team um, I, I would give you a surprise oh. that I'm real quick. I'm concerned about. Who? Oh. And you probably wouldn't expect this, but now we're getting again. We have a quarter left, and Milwaukee yeah. really hasn't been healthy all year. No, they haven't. Do you think they've just been kind of coasting with their health? No, nah, I mean, I, I think mean, I Middleton is really – he really hurt his wrist too. Gian- but that's Giannis my is. thing is like Middleton's been very slowly getting back into it. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like him coming off the bench for them. It makes their depth look, look awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's – The crowd is going to help with that too. Yeah, but he's obviously going to get back to being a starter – um, yeah. And then now Giannis misses kind of most of your last stretch. Mm-hmm. It's not the again they're they won't be worse than like a four seed, but mm-hmm. you get into that play, you get into the playoffs and you you struggle to score against Boston. Like I just don't know if you could beat them. Yeah. Um... I think the only thing about Milwaukee is that other than Middleton, everyone else scores very easily. Like Middleton is the only person on the team that really takes tough shots. Giannis just gets a lot of dunks. He gets threes that guys just back off of him because they hope he shoots it. Um, And all the other guys get spot up shots, spot up threes. Um, So I'm not worried too much about them. At least struggling to score this time. Because I do think they will have Middleton and they'll have the guy who will be able to hit some of those tough shots and they'll have more guys that hit the open shots with like with Crowder now. Yeah. Um I, but I see your point. Uh especially if Freak Freak's gonna be out for an extended amount of time. Which he's getting it like looked at or they just confirmed that he sprained it, I think. Yeah. And they're gonna Which look isn't at it too again bad. this week. Yeah. It's not too bad, but I just, in my experience, teams that aren't healthy for the regular season, they they get really sloppy offensively, not having no, that chemistry. Yeah, they do. 
especially when the playoff intensity picks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Um, bunch of bunch of Western playoff games coming up. I know. A lot, a lot of uh, matchups. I mean, these West teams really have to start winning because, like you mentioned, from 3 to 13, it's like up in the air. It's only six games. That many teams, at 10 thir- they're 13, spots. right? Yeah. They're 14 games behind, and Sacramento's at three, and they're eight games behind. That's six, that's six game difference oh, man. for 11 spots. It's kind of nuts. <clears throat> Early pick Lakers stay in that 13 seed. Nah. <laughs> I think Lakers are going to move up. I think they're going to click. Everyone's going to be out of there, I think. Okay. They're another team. They're going to go to the playoffs. I am very excited to find out how the Western Conference plays out. Like, how how close to how it looks right now do you think it's going to be? I don't know, man. I I don't think it's going to be close. I I think it's going to be completely. It's like a game away, man. I think the Clippers are going to climb. I think the Clippers could finish second easily. Phoenix, Phoenix is going to climb. Phoenix is going to yeah. climb. Uh, I think Dallas is going to click for a stretch. Yeah. I don't think Minnesota is going to fall off like you think. No? Golden State's a huge wild card. I have no idea what they're going to do. No idea. Pelicans, Port- no idea. Portland could win out or lose out for all I know. No idea about them either. And Utah is the type of team to battle up until a final game. I think Utah will be the type of team to shut it down. Like like I said, yeah. the Thunder might have mm-hmm. to Utah be mm-hmm. like, all right, we cool. We're cool. What are we doing? And they have to because, like, Clarkson, Clarkson could go nuclear anytime, so you can't risk, like, playing him in a game you want to lose. <laughs> yeah, Clarkson and Markin both could – Average yeah. 30 for like Sexton, too, to be honest. I, I would sit Sexton because yeah. the team is it's a playoff game if he's out there, like regardless. Yeah, 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 yuck. All right, well, uh, we'll be back next week talk more about this. Um, talk a little more about playoff. Picture. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be focusing in on like what the teams look like in, in big matchups, especially against, you know, the teams they're trying to catch or trying to keep away. Yeah. Yep. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe, turn on notifications, all that good stuff. We'll see you guys next time.